Hello, 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 and welcome back to this podcast entitled Order Up Freaks and Geeks. It's your host, Angel, and today I have a returning guest back with me. It is my boyfriend, Boris. Say hi. Hi, everyone. I'm back. So today, I think we're going to talk about something um, that's been on both of our minds and stuff, and we're going to talk about the advancements of relationships, as in, like, romantic relationships, not so much friendships or anything like that. Um reason why is because for some of you who don't know we've been dating for uh about five years now a little over five years um and so some of y'all are probably thinking well when is he gonna propose and I hate honestly sometimes I hate that question but now the older I get I'm like huh okay now now I'm starting to think like maybe marriage isn't so bad because like Growing up, I, I really thought I wasn't gonna get married. I'm not even gonna lie. Well, what did you think when when oh, it came me to growing marriage? Up, yeah, I, as a guy. As a guy, me growing up, I don't know, man. It, to me, I didn't really think about it that much until I started getting older. Mm-hmm. And to me, I was just living life. I wasn't thinking about marriage until um, I got out of high school, started working a job, and our relationship started becoming a little more serious. And yeah. I was like, man. Where do I go from here? Like, I gotta, I gotta do something. Yeah, because it's just like, especially me. I had just recently graduated college and stuff, and I do have like basically a full time job. I'll start working in August and stuff. It's a little position. Oh, if y'all don't know, I'm gonna be a little librarian, a librarian assistant. Yes, library assistant. Anyway, at an elementary school, so that's gonna be kind of cool. It's a cool little starter job. But yeah, it's like lately I was like, huh, wow. What's the next step from here? And usually a lot of people, if, if we've seen a lot of people, especially our age, I guess like uh, moving in together. And so that's like the first thing most people do. So I grew up, you know, in like a, a quote unquote religious household, Christian based household. So obviously it's like before you do anything, you want to get married first. But obviously with our generation nowadays, people usually uh, cohabitate first or do their own thing before marriage. I mean, they, they doing whatever. Some people have kids or, or have already had kids before they get married. They do premarital sex. I don't know about y'all guys, but premarital sex, honestly, is not as like taboo as people and like in the Christian community, it's not as taboo because like, I don't know how to say this, but like my mom had my sister and she wasn't married. She had me, she wasn't married. So I mean, <laughs> so like I see, I don't know, but the whole like cohabitation thing, we have been talking about it cause I was thinking, well, we've been dating for five years. Um, you're working, I'll start working and stuff like that. And you know, eventually I wanna go get my master's and then you wanna go back to school and go get something within like engineering or whatever you want to do and stuff um so I'm like dang where do we go from here what's the next level in the relationship and I was like well I do want to start living with you of course um and I know you do as well I mean (laughs) do you yeah I do okay are you sure yeah because I can be mad annoying no I, I know wow so you're admitting I'm annoying uh, there are times where you do actually, but I still love you. Aww. Get that trash out of here. Anyway, <laughs> no, nah, but like, um, I feel like if I, if I were to move in and cohabitate with somebody, I feel like I, for me, I would at least need to be engaged. Yeah. That way I know like, okay, we for sure getting married. I can't move in with somebody that I 
I like you can think you want to get married to somebody but you know how like I always said like I'm not the biggest fan of promise rings because I feel like that engagement ring is that promise ring mm-hmm. and stuff like I, I mean don't get me wrong the promise rings are cute and everything and some people are just see I I, I know some girls who begged for it. Yeah, honestly, I never understood it. I put in a couple of hundred on a promise ring. I was like, just... That's an engagement just, ring, yeah. isn't it? I mean... Like, you could have just put that towards an engagement, engagement ring. Engagement ring, for sure. You know, and I'm sitting here like, I, I see... Like, I knew one person. Uh, was it two people? I can't remember. All I remember is there was... I'm trying to think. Who was it? But anyway, they wanted a promise ring and stuff. They really wanted the promise ring and stuff. In my mind, I'm like, what's the promise ring for? Like, I know what the promise ring is basically. I'm making a promise to dedicate myself to you to further our relationship. And I will only stay loyal to you and stuff. And it's just like, well, then get engaged. I get <laughs> I mean, it's cute. And it is like cool for like that little promise and stuff. But to me, I just feel like that engagement is like I am basically truly dedicating myself to you and only you to further our relationship, to become uh, married and become one and all that cool jazzy stuff or whatever, you know, um, but I don't know how I mean, as a guy, I know it's probably a lot of pressure on y'all when it comes to when you're in a relationship and stuff with somebody and uh, there's like a lot of pressure uh, for me, it just has to do like, like what style, what cost, and um, I was like, what, like I had to think about a lot of things: style, stone, carrot, cost. It's and, not even that too. You gotta think about like, I'm sure you probably had to think of like, at least one one, one friend I talked to, he me, talked about like the, the social part, part. The ring part was like, a little bit difficult because like I had to find something that you like you would wear every day. That is like a difficult for for people and stuff. Yeah, I had a friend that actually went through that, and yeah. I had to help him choose a <clears> ring <throat> for his girl. And I'm sitting here like, dog, I don't know, because he was like, it wasn't the ring part he was most worried about. For him, it was the proposal part he was most worried mm-hmm. about, and probably yeah. getting approval from like her parents, whether it was uh, her dad or her mom. And I'm just like, woo, that's the, probably like the most difficult part and oh, stuff. Yeah. I mean, as a guy and stuff or guy friends you know what what do you think would be the most difficult part when it comes to that uh, or anybody who's proposing because not every it's not always guys okay you know i try to make this as uh what's the word well, i mean it probably have to be the time and location that's ooh, that's the weird and, part and, uh, well me personally i wouldn't want to have a crowd around me taking me pictures neither. and videos and photos like me no I, mean, I can't i can't do that social stuff i can't i mean neither i can't because it's just like i wouldn't know what to do because and also i don't know why, why they would start taking pictures and videos like the fuck are you gonna do with the pictures and video you don't even know us just for clout i mean yeah it's like usually when i see like uh public proposals I'm not one to take out my phone either. Like it barely, I've never been around. I think I've only been around two proposals that I've seen in person. One at a restaurant and then one where I was like, wherever I was walking around something. But like, usually I don't, I don't think to take out my camera or my phone or anything like that because I'm like, I feel like that is such an intimate moment. Who am I? I'm just, I feel so like, I guess, honored, lucky to see that happen. Also because here's my thing. Here's my thing. I, I don't like I don't like the engagement videos. I mean I do because I like them because I'd be like Ooh. the ones where like the person says no <laughs> and oh. in front of all those people and yeah. it's just like Ooh. 
I wonder why and stuff, you know. Maybe maybe yeah, she wasn't ready or yeah. something happened or that. And also, another reason why I don't want to do like like pub, public proposals because you're gonna also feel that pressure to say yes. Is now you yeah make that person be embarrassed if you say no. Right, right. And I feel like when you do it, and and, and this is not for everybody, you know. There are some people yeah. who love the public proposal. Uh, me and probably you, I am not that person for when it comes to pub- public proposals. I prefer to be in like an intimate, an intimate setting or like when it's like just close family and friends, something like that. You know, like I just prefer something like that. Mm. Um, that's just me. Um, I don't know. I just I can't do the public because it's like it's not like it's like like if you were to propose to me now not saying he's not he's not gonna do it now y'all don't don't get your hopes up right now not right now but like if you were to do it to me now like in this moment right now this is where i would be like yeah nah for sure yeah let's do it you know um yeah but if we would do it say like if we're at i don't know hot topic and you do it like right there in hot topic mm-hmm. i probably would be like my chemical romance <laughs> blasting out in the speakers yeah like you gonna do this right in front of panic at the disco like that like how dare you and stuff <laughs> nah but uh, it's just, yeah, I don't know. It's just, I, I would rather have the intimate. Like, when I think of weddings and, and marriage, I usually think of marriage more than I think of weddings. Because I feel like we, we fan, people fantasize so much about the wedding, like the wedding dress and the cake and the tuxedos yeah. and, and the family and friends and venues that t- typically I feel like sometimes people forget the marriage part, mm, which yeah. is that, that ceremony. Most of the people just fantasize about, fantasize about the wedding and not the marriage part. And not they the marriage think part. think about the marriage. Right. They're just thinking, again, sometimes it is for clout and popularity and stuff when like you see two people getting, in, you know. And I feel like sometimes I see it with our generation a lot. It's just like, it's. It, I see two sides. I see a p- side of people where it's mostly like, mm, no marriage or nothing, just dating around and stuff like that. And then there's another side where I see people like want that marriage, mostly like wedding. Like people, but all in all, everybody is pretty much desperate to find the one for them, you know? Ooh, excuse me, guys. Oh, God. <laughs> I was so sorry. But uh, I, I feel like that's that moment where people are kind of like desperate to find someone that is for them their match and I feel like sometimes uh people get so caught up in that and I'm I'm one to say expect the unexpected like when you're enjoying life and doing your thing I feel like that's when the person does come around and stuff you know so you know destiny is destiny fate is fate um but for some people they don't want it to be too late you know they arrived Ooh, that was bars Sorry, that was bars. Um, I don't know, but like going back to the cohabitation uh, yes. and stuff, um, I would prefer to be engaged. I, I don't. I hear, hear me out. This is this is where I, I saw something this morning, and I saw it on Twitter, and it was this couple, and they had bought a house together, but they're not uh, engaged or married or none of that. So you know, they're uh, basically just dating. Um, they're in a relationship with each other. Don't know how long they've been in a relationship with each other. I don't know, but they got, um, I bought a house. Me personally, I, sometimes I get a little confused when two people buy a house, but they're not engaged or getting married. Um, but I, I don't know. Cause I always, I guess I'm always in like that little, what if, like, what if y'all break up? What do you yeah. do with the house? You know? I mean, they're not married or engaged or anything. The person that bought the house, that's in their name. That's their legally theirs. So is it like one person buys the house or the both of them? Both of their names are on the house. Like how I does mean, one person probably have their name on the on the forms on the or something? Forms, decent alone, yeah. 
and that's technically theirs. I don't know. I just, I don't know, because sometimes I think about that. Like, at the moment, I'm like, this is cool. This is great, right? And then another part is just like, I don't know. I don't know. I guess because I see it so happen so often. I can understand when you get, like, you're renting a place, you know? Um, I don't know. I mean, the house is beautiful that they bought. Not gonna lie, the house is really beautiful. But I was thinking, you know, like, it, it, how long had they been in a relationship? How further? You know? But then again, I can't... I try not to, try not to like, be... Ad, like, judge it too much just because, like, for what can work out for some people may not work out for others. Yeah. Like, even though, say, like, if we had moved in together, like, right this moment, right now, just as boyfriend and girlfriend, do you think it would work out with us without being engaged? Well, to me, yeah, I think it would, but I just want to have that extra security of you knowing that, yeah, I, 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 I'm engaged with you. Yeah. It just, to me, it just solidifies it a little bit more yeah. than being a boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah, it solidifies it for me, too, and stuff. Um... But again, you know, for some people, it works out perfectly fine. Just like if they just oh, no, yeah. boyfriend, boyfriend, boyfriend and girlfriend, 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 yeah. whatever. It works out for some people. Um, I just feel like I just, again, I need that security, too. I just need yeah. to know, like, yeah. is this, are you for sure? Like, you want to be with me forever? Like, are you sure? And stuff, yeah. you know, and I, hey, you know, it just works out. But, like, also, like, the advancement of relationships is, like, it is so... It is so honestly so intriguing how when you're in a long-term relationship with somebody, how you really see this person grow over and over and over and over again. Yeah. And stuff like it is it is beyond wild because the person that you are now was not the person you were like when we first started dating. It's completely different and stuff like there there's like it's like it's still you but you've uh, evolved and stuff and it is like the craziest thing like I, I don't know like I, I guess how I'm saying this is like it really I guess I really have trans seen you transform into like a boy into a man scratch that guy into a man because I feel like when we first even as in high school you definitely weren't like a lot of a lot of boys around our school and stuff like that and that might be because you had to learn how to grow up faster because you had to help take care of like things around your house and your brother and help out your mom and stuff like that with the absence of your father and that's why I think like okay maybe that's why I liked you more because you had that responsibility and you you even though it's like it sucks that you had to grow up fast but at the same time it's like it what it's what makes you in a way attractive because you know how to handle things that most people are still learning how to do and stuff you know I mean I don't know have you ever thought about that with yourself uh I knew that well the absence of my father I knew that I had to step up because I was then the oldest my uh, the oldest of, male son yeah oldest male son out of your family since you have an older sister and a younger brother but yeah. as a man you are the oldest and stuff yeah. so yeah there are times where um I'll be absent from school because there are uh, things I had to take care of I had to like paying bills I take my uh, a car to the car shop mm-hmm. and I just had to miss out on school because I had to run a lot of errands yeah because of that yeah and I mean that made you grow up a lot so when I first when we were dating and stuff like that I think we definitely had some 
we didn't have like huge we've never had like a huge art well we have but it wasn't like a huge argument where we were like yelling at each other it was more of like what is going on what, what what's going on between us right now yeah and stuff and it was moments of where i had to realize like oh you know you're basically okay how do i say this without sounding weird <laughs> like i basically was dating an adult mentally you were mentally already an adult before you became an adult when we when we started dating and stuff and so when we both entered adulthood at the early age of like 18 and 19 and stuff like that it was like wow okay he knows a whole lot more like you knew how to pay bills you knew things about cars you knew things like that I wish I had known which is okay because me and many other people are like still learning we're still learning about things but I definitely would say we had our moments I think you had a moment where you're just like okay you know what she she doesn't know a lot of things because she's still growing up I already know half of these things so I do need to slow down and give her a chance and stuff because she's still learning and stuff even though we're only like a couple of months apart which is crazy and stuff that is so crazy to me too oh my god if y'all can hear that in the background I am so sorry (laughs) but it's hard to find a quiet space sometimes in a limited amount of time but yeah I mean I think another thing in our relationship when it comes to advancing it is probably learning love languages that's where we thought we were gonna break up like I really thought I was like this dude is gonna break up with me and I could not understand why until we had to realize oh my god we don't even know each other's love languages like yeah. we never acknowledged it yeah after how many years of dating we never acknowledged, never acknowledged it that is so crazy to me i was like it's fine she'll she'll change eventually and then i hope that the problem that you was like no we gotta learn each other's love languages we never knew each other's love languages because we was like we're communicating but there is something that's missing and what was missing was like i know you love me but can you love me like this and i was like oh there it is and that also again stems from both of our childhoods and stuff you got that love affection from your mom and from my mom eh, you know i knew she loved me but she just didn't show that physical affection and so like so what what are your love languages again because i I probably should tell people Uh, what's the me is a physical touch Mm -hmm. uh words of affirmation Mm -hmm. and uh, uh, quality time right and for those who don't know, um, uh, love languages, there there has been said that there has been said. <laughs> Basically, there's five love languages, um, you know, and some of them, a lot of people, I would, I would say everybody pretty much has five. In my opinion, I think everybody has five. There's just some of those qualities stick out more than others. So one of them is physical touch. Another one is quality time. Another one is words of affirmation. Another one is uh, acts of service. And the other one is gift giving. Um, And so that's where you basically can tell how you love somebody because of how they were loved growing up and things of that nature or how they just evolved as people. So with Boris, as he's told y'all, mine are pretty much quality time and words of affirmation. Um, But lately, sometimes it can grow. So I'm starting to learn um, that I really like acts of service. You know, um, even though my family's like, you're so lazy, you don't want to do nothing for us. But it's crazy how I want to do so much for you, though, and stuff. And it's actually from 
learning that with you has made me want to do more for like my parents mm-hmm. and stuff it makes me want to like you know what let me cook for my mom today or you know let me help my mom with this or help my dad with this and stuff like that so I've learned acts of service from you now when you first started doing acts of service I was just like you got to cut that out because I'm an independent black woman you ain't got to do this for me <laughs> and I was like I was so and awesome I don't know a lot of guys who are willing to do that much for a girl and stuff like the fact that you you'll literally want to go get me food and want to make me food or want to help me clean and stuff like that i'm sitting here like who are you i don't i don't know a lot of guys like that i don't because and and it's something that you actually enjoy doing and stuff you mean i do it around the house a lot yeah that's true that's that's so true i mean it's so interesting i don't know but i also feel very lucky and blessed that I have someone who wants to do something for me and then from that I was like man bump it I want to do something for him too let me do some acts of service and for it, you you have to get be, used to I it I have to get used to it because <laughs> any acts of service I usually reject or any gifts I usually reject right or, usually, or I take the gifts with a with a bad conscience in my mind I was like damn bro now I have to get them something with equal even or more value yeah and I was thinking like that and you taught me to just like Angel just let me do this for you just accept yeah. it and so I did it but now I have to teach you the same thing because yeah. you're just like not a lot of people buy me gifts and stuff like that and I'm like oh okay i'm gonna buy you like a bunch of gifts and you're just like no and i'm sitting here like are you serious right now all my hard-earned money and stuff that i barely really not really earn like that but still (laughs) and i'll be trying to like get you things even if it's just like a pair of socks some underwear t-shirts you know workout clothes whatever and you're like I do appreciate some nice socks and underwear. Yeah, because the job. I, mean, I, I love uh, uh, boxer briefs and sports briefs because they help like uh, prevent chafing, chafing between my thighs. I love it. Your boy got thick thighs, y'all. He's got muscular thick thighs, but no ass. I don't know how that works. I honestly don't know either. It's, That's why I'm trying to do squats at the gym. It reminds me of Hank Hill. But, Hank Hill ass. You know, yeah. but I love King of the Hill, so it's all right with me. I like your butt. <laughs> No, but it's uh, it's so weird. That love language literally almost broke us up. Like, I specifically remember on the phone with you that night. Like, is this the end? Is this is this the end of us? This it? And I remember you basically saying, getting on me. And you were just like, you don't hold my hand. You don't show me physical affection and stuff like that. And I felt so bad because I thought it was okay. Like, I was like, oh, okay, he doesn't want me to hold his hand or nothing like that which is cool with me because I'm not a physical person and stuff I'm not a physical touch person until I had to realize that it's not about what I want it was about what you want mostly what you needed because you needed that physical affection so sometimes sometimes you got to get out of your comfort zone so I've been trying to learn how to like be touchy and give you kisses and stuff like that even if it made me uncomfortable so I had to learn to basically fake it until I can make it and nowadays I'm getting more comfortable and you probably have noticed I'm getting more comfortable like giving you random kisses and hugging you from behind or just holding your hand and stuff like that because sometimes now at this point it's kind of like I expect it I'm like "Mm, I kind of want him to hold my hand now or I kind of want him to give me kisses like I'm getting used to it now which I greatly appreciate because I feel like I need to learn that especially like if I eventually want to have kids I I don't want them to kind of go through what I went through like not really getting hugs and kisses but seeing other kids get hugs and kisses from their parents I want my kids to have like little huggies and kisses and stuff and me telling them like verbally telling them that I love them and, and stuff like that you know so 
I can't believe we almost broke up. Yeah, and, and also uh, going back to the whole kids thing. It's just for me, it's like if we were to have kids and didn't still didn't know like each other's love languages, I just wonder if like. Like, it would break my heart if my kid told me that, why doesn't mommy love me like you do? Oh, man, that would break my heart. I, I feel like I'd have to, like, fight you at that moment and stuff. But I'm glad that we're, like, on the same page of, like, knowing, like, if we have kids and stuff, okay, they they gonna get some lovey-doveys. And I hate when people be like, no, you're spoiling a kid when you hug him and kiss him too much. Like, first of all, no. Kids need that? Human beings, let me say this, human beings need that you know not everybody is like you know of it but it is nice when you try to show it and stuff and I'm, I'm glad that you understood like my quality time um thing yeah, where man. I've just told you like I just want you to be near me you ain't even got to speak to me just yeah. be beside me yeah. just be like kind of like you can we could be in the same house and we'd be in totally different rooms yeah. and to me that's still a form of quality that, time you know, that somebody's there with you yeah just somebody there with me and stuff makes me feel comfortable. I could be like you playing your video game or me reading my book or whatever, but you're nearby. That makes me feel happy. And then um, probably both of us with the words of affirmation, just hearing, I was not used used to hearing someone tell me all the time, you're beautiful. And you would say it every single day. And I'm like, this is making me uncomfortable. <laughs> and like having someone tell me that they love me all the time, I was just not used to that because I didn't hear it all the time. I didn't get it from anybody that I knew. You know, like I say, like I knew like my parents loved me, but they never really said it out loud to me that often. So when you when you first said, oh, I love you, Angel, like I love you, Angel. And I'm just like, yeah, me too. <laughs> it's just awkward but now like I'm pushing myself more again and stuff to be like oh I love you too and stuff you know because there's a difference between saying love you and I love you and stuff but love you is just like it's quick and simple you know you love somebody but I love you has way more oomph to it I guess yeah it has more to it so when just hearing that from you just the I love you or you're so beautiful or you're very smart and stuff and for some of my kinky individuals good girl if you know what I'm saying and stuff so um yeah I don't know and I think me starting to do it with you saying like hello you're handsome or I love you or like yes chef I don't know (laughs) and stuff on your Gordon Ramsay type stuff when you're cooking and stuff because like when you're cooking I usually like to I'll be out the way and just yeah. You tell me what to do, I'll do it, because I'm just your sous chef. That is yeah. it. Most of the time, I would just tell you to make a salad or something. Pretty much. Make I the salad, make, make the bread. Make dishes and sides. Hence, sous chef. I just, if you need me to cut up something, but then you'd be like, that's not the way you cut it. You're going to cut off your finger like that. And I'm like, listen here, with the knife in my hand. Like, just listen here, all right? These these carrots, they're going to get diced however they get diced, because we both know we're going to eat them. Yeah, but you haven't peeled them yet. <sighs> Don't be judging me, all right? Sometimes we want a little extra fiber, okay? <laughs> nah, it's all right, though. So I think definitely advancement of relationship. I guess it just depends on the individuals and stuff like that. You know, one thing, though, I will say that I've always thought about, and I, I already know the information about, but po- what about, like, polyamory, like polyamorous couples? Polyamorous relationship, man. 
Have you ever thought about being in one? No, man. It's too much work, bro. <laughs> that's too much work. Trying to keep up with multiple people. That's 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 too much. Yeah, that's what I was thinking with myself either. Like, and also, me, I, I'm, I, I won't say... Yeah, I, I can get jazz from time to time, but it's more of a, like, this is what's mine, and I'm not going to let somebody take it from me. Yeah. Can I put you in? Because I didn't really have much of anything myself, because I was the middle child. <laughs> Because you had a baby, and the oldest, the oldest was basically the star child, the intelligent one, the athletic one, knew how to do everything, and then it was the baby that was just newly born, and he's just the baby, yeah, it's just the baby. And me, I was like, I can't have shit in this house. <laughs> my Xbox couldn't have it to myself. My my toys couldn't have it to myself. Like even my fucking clothes sometimes. <laughs> this dude, my my but uh, Josh. He, he he ain't a little boy, but that's a grown man. That is a grown man, and you know it and stuff. It would be cool to have him on a podcast, but I feel like he'd be awkward on the lows. He'd be like, "What do I say?" And I'm like, "Just just talk, dude." He'd be like, "About what?" And I'm like, "Just talk, Josh." <laughs> nah, but I, yeah, that's middle middle child vibes. But I get you with the poly polyamory. Like I understand. Like some people can do it. Like they have that much love to be able to yeah. equally distribute 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 distribution to give it out they got it they are able yeah. to give it out. <laughs> listen I, I have a college degree in psychology and a minor in creative writing it's not technically english or grammar and stuff so i struggle a little bit sometimes but i i, I don't think i could do it only because i think i'm the same way like i think i would get jealous i think i would get jealous I, or I also feel like I wouldn't have enough time for each individual, like to make equal time. Like one man, multiple women, or one woman, multiple men. Or it could be all together. Or, or, so yeah. It just depends. I think because I think there's names like from what I learned in sociology as like if it's one woman, multiple men, there's a specific name for that. And then when it's one man, multiple women, it's a specific name. But I I think I'd rather just say uh, polyamorous or polyamory and stuff where it's just like just individuals all together dating. It's more than two individuals and stuff it's like three or more i think so um i couldn't do it i'd actually just watch something on vice of this one person uh this girl and it's her and her husband and stuff and she basically has a boyfriend and stuff he her husband isn't dating him she is so it's basically one woman multiple men and stuff like that so and it's basically like she has two different individual relationships. She has that specific main relationship with her husband. And then she has a relationship with her boyfriend. And her husband's cool with it. She's a, he's actually cool with the guy and stuff like that. Because the, the woman asked, like, when y'all obviously have sex, do y'all all have sex together? And she's like, no, no. She's like, I'll have sex with my husband. Some days I'll have sex with him. And they actually have a schedule, believe it or not. Or, like, say of, like her and the boyfriend are home um and say like the husband come comes home and stuff and she's like oh me and him are like in here right now could you leave and he's like yeah you know that works hey it works for some people it's not gonna work for me but you know and it's not that i'm not gonna let it i just i just just prefer to be like a monogamous person nothing nothing wrong with that it's, it's easier on me and stuff just one person and stuff um but i always wondered how that worked with people and I wonder how cohabitation works with them. I actually want to research that more. Like, I enjoy researching things about, like, when it comes to marriages and relationships and stuff. As you know, because I low-key want to go into 
uh, clinical counseling and I really want to be like maybe a marriage family therapist so the more I know about all these different types of relationships and everything and families and friends and stuff like that the more I can help people and stuff to really I guess do the best that they can and have like a positive effect on their life but uh I'm also I think another thing too that almost and this is probably the last segment for the last part is when we talked about each other's childhood that really and that almost that was I think that was the last thing I want to say that also there's only been two things that almost broke us up it was either because of love languages and then in connection with that childhood how you would raise childhood trauma and stuff and I mean this is why I'm really an advocate like y'all got to talk about this stuff you really do eventually when people become comfortable eventually you will have to talk about a lot of these stuff and so even though you don't have to say anything on this episode or anything like that that could probably be something later if you want yeah because the thing is i will say are very triggering so yeah and we'll probably do an episode when we talk more yeah. go deep into that about like life traumas with people and but um that really almost broke us up too because there were some things that you had to tell me that happened with you or you know family or whatever just so I could understand specifically like okay now I understand why you are the way that you are and why you are trying to fight to be the best person that you can can be and stuff and when I finally when you finally told me everything cleared up and stuff but I also sometimes I always wonder had he not told me that would our relationship still be the same would it be different or would we just have broken up because it's just like didn't feel like you could tell me and not only that but you got to have so much trust to tell a person some some things like that like like you gotta have trust and I feel very honored and blessed that you do trust me enough to tell me some things so I can be like okay because I I always told you I said you protect me all the time but it's my turn to protect you in any way that I can. You may, like, you could protect me physically, mentally, emotionally. I might not be able to protect you physically because I'm a weak-ass hoe. But, <laughs> but let me be able to protect you mentally and emotionally. Let me be that support for you. Let me be your shield and so to, to, to protect you. You know, I know you don't want that protection, but I know you need that protection. So, you know, let me be your knight in shining armor, boo. What's up? <laughs> What's up, cuz? Let me suck. <laughs> I mean, I mean, how was that for you when you talked about it? When I finally talked about it and like all these dark feelings that have been pestering in my mind, like the deepest corners of my mind, I felt a sense of relief that I I could actually tell you. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. So, I mean, do you think that our relationship has gone to the next level because of that? Yeah, I definitely because now you understand why why I do certain things and why I act a certain way mm-hmm. and why when I when, when things hurt me and how I act when certain things hurt me uh-huh like I shut down completely like I yeah yeah like I repress any and all emotions I have but I also love that even though you've told me these things I also love that you work on yourself with it there's people who have been through so much in their life but they tend to stay there and stick there and they get so comfortable in it even if it makes them uncomfortable they're so comfortable with it that they don't realize that they truly have the power to to push through and to get through it 
you know even even if it that does affect them as a person you you have to realize that that's it can make you who you are but it really will be your choice if you want to solidify that as who you are and and i would say definitely seeing you uh become more of a man and stuff it, it it's been like wow he's he's trying and he you're doing everything you can whether it's from self-care or to just talking to me or other people or going to the gym that helps too to relieve anger or sadness or whatever and things and and even uh something I encourage you to do which was journaling and stuff has helped you because a lot of people like I said they'll just unfortunately um because the help yourself you got to help yourself and yeah. so if you can have everybody around you, everything with you, but if you're not willing to, it, it depends on how bad do you want to go? How bad do you want to get to that next level? How bad do you want yourself and stuff? Are you willing to do what it takes to, 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 to do better? And I'm not going to say technically like quote unquote move on, even though people have to, but how, what are you going to do to move forward? Yeah. Cause you can't get comfortable in that darkness forever. You can't get comfortable in yeah, people get comfortable in that dark space because it's quite, it's, you know. It's all they know. It's all they know, right? It's all that you know. And I wanted to be that person for you to teach you, like, that's, you don't have to know all of that. And um, I wanted to show you, like, here's the light right here. And I'm not going to, like, force you to go to that light, but I'm going to show you that it is right here and I'll be standing here waiting for you. I will sit in the darkness with you. But just know I can't stay here with you forever because then the darkness will get onto me and stuff. But I'll still be here and stuff. I, if I have to be the, the middleman to get you to the other side, I will and stuff, you know. Um, and I guess a lot of people don't have that encouragement and stuff yeah. that some people know. And that's a part of relationships as well as, you know, doing that. But, uh, yeah, this is pretty much all that I've got to say. I thought this was a pretty good conversation yeah, about the advancements of relationships. Um, did you enjoy the conversation? Is there yeah, anything I else you want to say? Much, yeah. Is there anything else you would like to say uh, to the audience or anything? Uh, encouraging words, you know? Well, we'll would say this is like, just communicate, like talking to each other, like letting each other know what's up, like who hurt who and how, how are you hurt and what can y'all can do to fix it. Just talk. Yeah. Just really just talk to each other. It'll go a long way. And talk as quickly as you. I would say this ASAP. Mm. Do it ASAP. Don't let that. Don't let that thing fester in your mind. Do forever. not let it fester. Like if something bothers then that, you, that problem will start to grow. It'll it'll start to grow, and if and it bothers and you, and then one, somebody's gonna blow up on somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like eventually, like you know, um, if you let it fester and grow and stuff like that, if you don't talk about it ASAP and stuff, and then you start getting upset and then the person is like you're upset for no reason but you know it's not for no reason because you festered it inside and then the other person is confused see that's a whole that's a whole subject in itself and some of y'all know that and stuff but it's communication is not just i'll say this too to end this communication is not where you just talk it's also where you understand because i can tell you that i'm feeling sad and about this situation but i've got to let you understand specifically what is going on i I gotta make sure and be like do you get me do you understand and i need you to tell me what you understand about that so i can clarify some things because i think that's what people that don't get about communication they think it's just dialogue 
me telling you how I feel, that's it. No, I need you to understand. And I need you to actually tell me back yeah. how you understand it in your way. Because we could be looking at the same thing, but I see it differently from you from different yeah. perspectives. And you so. interpret it differently. And well. that's what communication is. Like, we got to break it down yeah. and get to that middle. Um, but thank you guys for listening to this uh, podcast with me and my boyfriend, Mi Amor. Thank you for being here yeah, no on this podcast. Hope to have you on some future ones, especially. Um, yeah, and make sure you guys, you know, some places are still wearing masks. If you haven't gotten vaccinated, you know, go get vaccinated. If you don't want to, just please, you know, stay that distance apart. Drink your water. Do your little self-care routine. And don't be afraid to talk to somebody because there's a lot of people who actually understand more than you think. So thank you and come again to my Freaks and Geeks. Bye, guys.